The following episode of What's the Buzz is sponsored by Manscaped.com. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter Wrestling Future for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. And so will we. The following program contains controversial subject matter. Your discretion is advised. It's Tuesday night, and you know what that means. The Mad Dog is in the house. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week. <laughs> oh, Pitbull, we got a week ahead of us. Let me tell you Yes, something. we do. This is the Mad Dog. Join as I am each and every Tuesday and Thursday. Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. How are you, kid? I'm doing good. It's been How a long day. Why? Did you blow anybody up this time? I mean, did you... No, I was a quiet day at the house. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. So you didn't like, you know, like bottle rockets in the neighborhood or anything like that? No. Uh, no, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, good, good. I am joined by a couple of very special guests tonight, and when I tell you, you'll understand why. Alan Taylor is joining me for a. Uh, God, it's been a, seems like forever, Alan. When was the last time you joined me on the show? Uh, it was about a week or two before my class started. Yes. Oh, yeah. and you, the last yeah. time you were here was was Shirley was still with us. Shirley, That's right. That's my right. Former co-host Shirley passed away uh, some time ago, and Alan was joined. That actually, you and Robert were on the same show that night. I I thought we were. I thought we yeah, were. You sure oh. were. Alan Taylor is a, a scholar, an academic, and a teacher. Uh, tell everybody where you're at, Alan. Who do you uh, who do you work for? I work for the United States government in the form of teaching. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> of course. I'm kidding. I, I live in I live in Missouri. I I work for a school uh, in the middle of the state. So it's a very small small school, but it's a good school, good community. The um, school is so, so small. in witness protection. <laughs> it is yes, pretty much. <laughs> and Robert Whitaker Johnson is my—I uh, call him my twin brother from another mother, even though he's taller and better looking. Um, he is a citizen of the UK, a British citizen, um, and he is also a Princess Diana conspiracy theorist, as he is generally speaking a conspiracy theorist. That was one of the things that we bonded over. Robert, it's been a long time since I've seen you, my friend. Welcome. Thank you, Mark. He's a very quiet man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, welcome to the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Tonight's uh, the subject is is quite controversial. There was a disclaimer at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Who killed Princess Diana? We are, um, uh, in fact, we just passed, I believe, the anniversary of her death. Did we not, Amelia? It was actually her birthday. Actually, her birthday we yes. just passed. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Um. So let's tell everybody why we're here. And so many years later, 25 years later now. Yes. Um, we're still talking about Diana, Princess of Wales. Um, we talked a lot about this woman while she was alive. And we're, we've not run out of any topical subject matter to speak of. She certainly created a buzz in life and, dare say, a bigger buzz in death. Um largely because of her manner of passing. So um, 
I'm going to start with Robert since you are the guy that's come furthest for this interview tonight. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how the the British people uh, view Diana and uh, what kind of light they saw her in. Was she beloved there? So um, <clears throat> I, I just uh, I just want to start saying by um, I, I remember exactly where I was when Diana died and uh, it came on the news. It was about seven o'clock at night and um, I was uh, I was living in Bristol in, in England and I was um, I was living in a flat over there and I was on my veranda and it came on the uh, it came on the news and um, I remember um, distinctly sitting on the veranda and um, and just crying really. Um, I couldn't believe it. I was looking up to the stars, I was wondering where she was. And I think um, <clears throat> I think the majority of the British people had a um, an affinity for Diana. Um, you know, she was this uh, this beautiful woman. Um, she 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 uh, always came across as kind and caring, um, and so on and so forth. Um, of course, the problem was. Um, when her uh, when her marriage started to break down with Charles, um, the, uh, the the you know the media followed her about. You know she um, she lost her world title, um, mm -hmm. and then also you know um, there were all these allegations of extramarital affairs, which um, which yeah. um, the, the majority were true. But you know um, you know the fact is that that you know Charles was having an extramarital affair all the way through the marriage. In fact, on his the, the night before his wedding, he was with Camilla. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, and, and, and that, sort of, that sort of sticks in the back of my throat that um, Camilla's going to be queen consort now, and it it feels like the the British public have got a very short memory. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, um, you know, there was an outpouring of grief. Um, Robert, you said something very important. Explain to the American people what a consort is, please. Okay, so um, so so a consort is similar to what um, what Prince Philip was to the uh, to, to the Queen. So they, they don't take the title of king or queen; they mm -hmm. prefer consort, which is um, it's it's more of a support a supporting role to the monarch. Um, so um, so what what Philip wanted to do was um, was was um, take the title of Prince Consort, um, so he didn't take the um, he didn't take the attention away from the Queen, if that makes any sense. Um, he, yeah. he took a back step, and uh, so Queen Consort is a uh, is a similar thing. And I think um, um, Victoria had a consort as well. I think so. Interesting. Um, hmm. Alan, where yeah. and where were you when you uh, you heard of the passing of Princess Diana, and what were your initial thoughts? I was in a little town called Hermitage, Missouri. And I remember my mom crying. My mom cried. Uh, she always called Diana the people's princess. And so she, she, was, she was upset about it. I was seven. I, I knew I, I had seen her more or less on TV and tabloids all my life, but I, didn't, I was too young to really register the gravity that she had. I saw but I knew that it really, it really affected my mom. So um, It's interesting how... When the world latches on to a public figure and takes them in as their own, they almost become family, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, kind of a strange thing. Amelia, how about you, kid? Where I was actually you, you heard of uh, Diana's passing. I was actually living in ten in Knoxville, Tennessee at the time. Oh, with really? my two children. Yes. I was too, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, I was, I remember I was actually, you know, at the house waiting for my son to get home because I, I had three uh, kids at the time. And, uh, and I, all of a sudden the TV and I was like, what? I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. I was just mm -hmm. in awe. And I just started crying because she was one of our role models, of course, as he was saying, yeah. as Robert was saying, because she was just so beautiful and kind to everyone. It was interesting almost immediately. In mm -hmm. fact, just as soon as the death announcement was made, mm -hmm. as in these kinds of cases, conspiracy rears its ugly head. And often cases, the conspiracy is more, far more true than we want to admit. Um, almost instantly, 
conspiracy theorists were swirling about. She didn't die that way. Somebody killed her. There had to be something other. Something else was afloat. There was even, and I'm going to show you a picture tonight. There was even some attempts by people to say it wasn't Diana. It was a lookalike mm-hmm. who got killed. And uh, that Diana was making her escape away from Charles. Uh, and she had help doing it. I get, look, anything's possible, but when you've got substantial corroborating evidence that a conspiracy is at float, it, it, it behooves everyone to investigate it. So, without further ado, I am going to uh, start our show and tell segment. Yay! Of the show. <laughs> Yeah, Amelia loves my showing favorite up. part. <laughs> now we're going to, and I'm going to, to ask uh, Alan and Robert for their ben- for the benefit of their um, voices and uh, explanations and opinions in uh, in so, this video clip. So let's take a look. This is, uh, of course, everyone remembers this iconic picture, absolutely. and that's how we all remember Diana uh, as as the princess that she was this picture here robert let me ask you about this the queen and and charles of course both substantially younger mother and son um this picture here that we're looking at was this prior to because i have a feeling it might be was this prior to the wedding yeah uh, yeah that was um that looks so it was taken up in scotland at balmoral um, so, uh, possibly, um, so they, they used to spend a lot of time up at Bal- Balmoral. I am joined, uh, not to interrupt you, Robert, I'm joined by my friend, Jimmy Thunder from down under. Jimmy, can you hear me? I know he's here. Can you hear me, Jimmy? Okay. He's working on his microphone. Um, <laughs> Alan, yes. Uh, your uh, your first uh, inclination when you see this photo. Uh, stage. The reason why I say that, um, <clears throat> everything's pageantry. Everything is optic. Um, mm-hmm. I seldom believe that any any image that the public is allowed to see is. Uh, something that was not choreographed on some level. Um, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. So you have a you have a conspiracy mind. You know that, right? That's probably true. Exactly. This is skepticism, uh, This is what endeared Diana to uh, the world. It is also what infuriated the royals about Diana, Princess of Wales. She um she broke every kind of protocol you could think of well, for the royal family. <laughs> Certainly, um, wearing pants, jeans, um, you know, knickers as we call them here. Um, <laughs> very interesting uh, type of attire to break a princess to be seen in. I'm just wondering, Robert. Um, how did the uh, the monarchy react to uh, Diana being seen in public in those sorts of um, uh, less than clothed uh, opportunities? Well, certainly the, uh, the 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 later photographs you're talking about were after after Charles and Diana got married, and, and in fact the, uh, the the swimsuit swimsuit shots were certainly after. After Charles and Diana had separated, so you know there was a lot of anger from the from the royal family there. But mm-hmm. um, I think um, I think one of the issues was that um, Diana overshadowed um, Charles, and he was very jealous of that. You know, for example, when she when she danced with John Travolta, um, there was a there, there was another um, um, there, there was another one where they, they were at a theatre in London, and, um, and and she got up and danced with the I think it was the ballet or something like that, and. Right. Uh, Charles was uh, incandescent um, that, that she'd done something like that. Um, yeah. But you know, later on, she used her uh, she, she used a stature for um, 
you know charitable reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think it, when you when you're looking at the bikini shots and the swimsuit shots, mm-hmm. certainly that was uh, that was very later on in the relationship. Okay. Um, it, it wasn't early on. Right. Amelia, when you look at a, a photo like this, you're a woman. What are you thinking? I think she's dressed beautifully. Um, and uh, that dress, you know, she was just so elegant. The photo that you're looking at right now, Amelia. Yes, yeah. I think she's dressed very beautifully, very businesslike and very business attire and fit for a princess. Yeah, well, and I, I wasn't don't... going for that. I was going for the look on their faces. Um, oh, I think that uh, right there she's um, it's like, oh, I think that they're into an argument right there and they're having to probably. Yeah. I'm going to bring Jimmy Thunder from down. On... Jimmy, are you with me? Jimmy, can you, can you say something so I can hear you, bro? Oh man. So yeah, Jimmy is. He's here, but we can't hear him. Yeah, I think I kind of hear him trying to come in. I think yeah. that's what it is. All right, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to offer my two cents. We saw a couple of pictures. We'll see a few more of Charles and Diana. Um, they don't look happy is what I'm getting at. Uh-uh. Well, it's, they, not, it's not surprising, Angela, is it? No, it doesn't surprise me at all, actually, to be honest with you. She had to know, she had to know, Robert, to know, Robert that this guy was a slime ball. You know? Jimmy, are you with me? Diana, Diana knew, Diana knew before, um, before they, they even got married that Charles was being unfaithful. So, yeah, the uh, Daily Mirror has all kinds of. Uh, crazy stuff and the the, the, the sensational tabloids. Um, Queen strips Diana of her HRH. Yeah. Now she, she she has to curtsy. Now, talk to me about this headline, Robert. Did she have to curtsy to her own kids? No, of course she didn't. You know, I mean, um, I, I mean, th- th- this was all. Um, it was all paparazzi, wasn't it? You know, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, within the royal household, there are, there's protocol. Um, Robert, but, talk to me about this newspaper, the Daily Mail. Yeah. All right. Are they a legitimate newspaper? Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Says the headline: Princess Diana tried to take her own life. Yeah, she Why? did on about. She did on about Why four occasions. Yeah, we we did not hear about this here. Why are we? Why um, am I finding out this way? Well, we we, we all knew about it. It was it was uh, it was in the paper. There was the three or four times. She was also um, she was also bulimic. Yeah. Um, here we go again. The Daily Express. The Diana death. Another cover up. Apparently, the royal family is accustomed to covering up these sort of things. Um. Kind of wonder if they're in cahoots with the U.S. government from time to time. All right, now we've heard about this. the uh, The driver, Henri Paul, was the driver of Diana's limousine on the night the accident took place. Um, I was intrigued by this. Uh, Alan and Robert said, "Die death driver in MI6 stooge." No. Okay. Talk to me. No, not a chance. The um, th- there was th- th- there's a lot of um, um, shall we say witness accounts of what happened that night, and one of them was that the um, the uh, the car was being pulled, followed by a couple of motorbikes. Um, um, what they what what they call it is something called lamping. Um, so what they do is they shine really really bright lights in a dark tunnel, and it blinds yeah. the driver. And um, there's a lot of people that there's there's a few um, um, instances of uh, people coming forward and saying that they saw, they, they saw motorbikes that were shining bright lights into the tunnel and it, it probably blinded the driver. It's, it's something called blind lamping. A lot of these special forces use it to um, 
do uh, to, to to blind targets when when they're in uh, when they're in vehicles. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy, you know, with regards to that, and and also that Diana wasn't dead when they um, when uh, when she was found, um, and that she was, actually, she was actually killed in the ambulance. Interesting. Jimmy, are you here? Talk to me, Jimmy. You got to say some words. I need to know you're here. We're looking at a headline that says Diana's mother called her a whore. Uh, this made a lot of news around the world. Um, Robert, how? Alan, let me go to you on this one. Jimmy, is that you? Alan, uh, it'll be an interesting night. Uh, <laughs> give give me some some heads up on this this headline, then I'll go to Robert. The day Diana's mother called her a whore. See, I I don't know anything about that part. I have to be honest with you. I, now, okay. as far as the uh, the part about the uh, driver being an MI6 stooge or a patsy, I, I know that some of his friends have denied that, and they said if, if he did have any kind of work with the MI6, it was uh, nominal at best. And, of course, you know, once you start talking about a high-profile death, tragedy, or conspiracy, no matter what, um, you know, he's if he is an MI6 asset, then they're going to have to worry about who did this guy know and work for the government on behalf. I mean, what what was the reason for him being in okay, um, so in government work not, like that? Let's not psychoanalyze it. Here's the deal, Robert. Um, this Sorry. is this made quite a, a bit of news. Her mother publicly called her a whore. Um, explain to the world because you and I both know why she did this but explain to the world why she did this and what the circumstances were well um, I'm, I'm not quite sure whether it was to do with, uh, with Dodie Fayed or she was dating a that was uh, exactly right go ahead right okay but she was she was dating a Muslim um, a Muslim doctor before Dodie um, yeah but um um, obviously, Dodie was a Muslim, um, and there was a there's a lot of um, conspiracy behind the fact that Diana was actually pregnant with Dodie's, Dodie's child when she died. Yeah. Um, but what the um, I mean, I suppose it's different now. But at the time, I suppose the royal family wouldn't want to see a uh, a, um, a Muslim out of the out of the throne, really. But um, Saying that, they've, uh, she's got um, a royal horse guards out of the, the throne because people think that. Um, people, think that people think that Harry's James Hewitt's, don't they? So, um, it, which is another affair that Diana had. Yeah. There you go. Evidently, Robert, um, yeah, the, the, uh, the whole Muslim thing was a point of contention. The yeah. other thing that was a point of contention um, was a gentleman named Hewitt. Uh, it has been acknowledged both privately and publicly now, both uh, by Diana and after the fact, after her death, that Hewitt, the gentleman named Hewitt, and I'm wondering to tell everybody who Hewitt was, uh, yeah. Hewitt was in fact her lover uh, yeah. and that she was in fact pregnant. At least once we know of, and, and and may have possibly been pregnant with Hewitt's child, although Dodi Fayed's father, Muhammad Al Fayed, says that it was uh, Dodi Fayed's child. So clear this up for us. Well, you you just got to look at um, <laughs> you just got to look at if anybody ever seen a, a photograph of James Hewitt on Prince Harry. Um, they both got the same colour hair. The noses are very, very similar. And then you look at you, you look at William and William and Harry, and they they, they look completely different. You know, Harry's oh boy, got, Harry's got his, his his father's baldness and and, uh, and and looks like Charles. And and uh, sorry, no, sorry, William's got his father's baldness and looks like Charles. And Harry doesn't really. He looks more like James Hewitt. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Um, William is a ringer for Charles, man. 
Yeah, he Harry looks is. like his father. Harry doesn't know. No, Harry doesn't look like either of them. This but this is one of the reasons why. If, if you compare side by sides, yeah, with Hewitt and Harry, yeah, they look the same. They look the same. Yeah, the, the uh, gentleman I think... that was just on the line with us, uh, and I wish that God he could get in here. He knows Harry. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that's why Harry's been ostracized so easily from the from the royal family. Yeah, yeah. I always want to ask you about that because you know what? There's too much there that doesn't jive. It wasn't just him leaving and giving no. up. Who in their right mind is going to give up the monarchy, right, and all the money? Uh, Jimmy, are you with me? <clears throat> Jimmy Thunder, are you with me? Um, I want my yes. Uh, in the chat room, I want my slaw. Yes, you can, you can chat with us. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. Well, you know, you know, Andrew, uh, um, Angelo, you know, um, William's been um, indoctrinated into the into the royal family because he's the heir to the throne, you know, um, whereas Harry is not, not, you know, the chances are Harry will never right. become king. Um, you know, so, and and I think um, Harry's the one that's been angry about his mother's death yeah. all, all his life, you know, more than more than William, really. Yes, I can see your chat, the uh, chat room. Yes, I can see your chat. So you've got something to say, uh, say it. I want my floor. Yeah, that's the the person's name. Yeah, I want my son. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He says, "I think Harry doesn't care about the royal family because he's not going to be king, and he's already rich." No, what do Harry, you say to that? Harry knows who his real father is. That's what the the, the difference is. I think so. Says Harry and Meghan got like fifty million from Netflix. That's true. We know that to be true. That's absolutely true. Does it really matter? You know, the, you know. Um, well, that, that's a very good question, Robert. Does it matter? No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Alan, what would you say to this? What the, talk, talk to me from an academic standpoint. Does it well, matter? Um, I don't know if it does matter necessarily, only because, um the British people are, they're having, they're having kind of a, an open dialogue about the importance or relevancy of monarchy. Of course, right. that's a minority view, but it's still a view. It's something that's being discussed. Um, so I wonder, I wonder if, since we seem to be like in a post-shame world uh, where the salaciousness of yesteryear just doesn't quite hit the way that it does now, um, I wonder if, if, monarchy even has a place and if these if these are just royals who you know they they do this ceremonial thing they're important um to the culture but d does it actually matter in the long run right. um i don't know i honestly my don't know that's not jimmy thunder is with us in chat jimmy it's okay if you couldn't get through you're on chat with us um thank you for joining me on chat i'm glad you're here uh, we're we're taking a look, Jimmy, at a slideshow. Uh, Diana's death was certainly a thing of tabloids. We're looking at literally probably fifty tabloid covers just there. Now we're looking at this uh, this vehicle. How anybody survived that is no. beyond me. But someone actually did survive that. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't Henri Paul or uh, or Diana, and, and neither was oh, it. A bodyguard, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Di um, Diana, Diana did survive it, Angelo. She was still alive when they pulled her out of that wreckage. Yeah. Didn't it take Absolutely. three hours to get to the hospital? Yeah, so, so so they got her in the back of an ambulance, and apparently the ambulance stopped somewhere. And um, there was, there was um, um, accounts of... Uh, the ambulance going like bouncing up and down, like there was a struggle inside the ambulance. Um, not like you would see, you know, when uh, when somebody's using a, a defibrillator. 
Yeah. Um, and some people think that um, the Secret Service, whoever it was, uh, got um, got in the ambulance and finished Diana off in the ambulance. That's what a yeah. lot of people think. Hey, Robert, we got something interesting here. Uh, I want my slaw says, I think that the idea of walking away, I'm talking about Harry here, mm. walking away is very different when you're born into this. And you were super famous and a, a royal as a toddler. He never had a chance to live a normal life. What do, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, that's that's absolutely true. But that's why, you know, um, Harry joined the... Uh, he joined the um, the military and, um, and and tried to have a royal life, um, um, a normal life away from um, you know away from the royal family. Yeah, um, and, and you know that 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 goes in hand in hand with a lot of his behaviour over the years. You know where he was caught in, you know um, in um, Nazi uniforms and getting drunk and all that sort of stuff, and you know loads of girlfriends and all all that sort of stuff. But I think I think Harry's always felt as though he was um, he wasn't part of the royal family. Well, that's probably right. because Charles knew that he wasn't that that, that Harry wasn't his, um, and the yeah. royal family knew that Harry wasn't wasn't Charles's. So he got treated differently. I want you to take a look at something. This is a very interesting stuff here. Hmm. You're looking at Dodi Al Fayed on the bottom left. On the bottom right is Doctor Wagner. Hmm. He is the coroner. Mm -hmm. who did the uh, coroner's inquest on Diana's body. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, this photo was taken in an elevator with Dodie Fayette. You can only see one half of it. Yeah. They were taken in an elevator. Yeah. When she gets off the elevator, interestingly enough, she's wearing different clothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anybody want to take that one? Yeah, well, they, um, they, they, they disappeared out of the back of the hotel, didn't they? Because they didn't want to... Yeah, didn't wanna sure did. Sure the hell did, brother. Yeah, so, uh, you know, whether or not she changed the clothing before she uh, before she went outside, who knows? But unless, unless of course, that, that elevator um, image was at a different time and it was doctored for some reason. I have a gentleman in the chat. I'm not going to put it up on the screen right now. But he says uh, Harry might be royal, but he's as nice and as normal a guy as you can meet. I know because I know him. Mm. Uh, I happen to know this person that's speaking. Mm. I will tell you that I can vouch for his credibility. If he says Harry's a good guy, mm. Harry's a good guy. Mm. Um, and, and I happen to know factually that this person knows Prince Harry. Yeah, well, the the, the, the monarch is following the um, the monarch is trying to follow the, um, the 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 global agenda, isn't it? You know, um, you can see what William did at the um, at the at the jubilee celebrations and what he said. Oh, um, sure. You know, so you know the the the, the monarchy have become globalists, although or they've they've always been globalists. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so um, Harry's Harry's a Harry's a normal guy, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't want to, probably doesn't want to get involved with all that sort of stuff. Robert and Alan, they say that this man Henri Paul was a falling down drunk the night that he drove Dodi Alfayette and uh, Princess Diana. No, no. there's not. Okay. There's, no, there's no way Diana's bodyguard and Dodi Fayed or Diana. Would have got in the in in that in, in that car if uh, if Omri Paul was 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 drunk, not a chance, no way. Uh-uh. No. Uh, okay, meaning okay, meaning the paparazzi got wrongfully blamed for her death. Okay, let's talk about that, Robert. You might be onto something here. Did the paparazzi, in your opinion, take an unnecessary hit on the Princess Diana death? Were they responsible? I know we we know factually that they were following the car. I, depending on who you listen to, they were well, either behind the car or in front of the car. Well, this this is it, isn't it? So you know, um, like I say, um, you know, if you've got paparazzi that are flashing cameras, and then you just happen to see two motorbikes that are, that, that are using lamping devices, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, it, it 
would be very easy for um, for you know because of all the flashing that's going on and yeah etc cetera, etc cetera, um, for the for, for the people to say oh, it was just paparazzi um, but yeah yeah you, you know um, these are the conspiracy theories that yeah there were two motorbikes there was paparazzi there was flashes of cameras and the, and and there was two, two motorbikes using lamping devices um, which 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 blinded the driver. Yeah, um, and you know, I I think there's a decent amount of credence for that, probably. Um, um I have a, a gentleman here who says uh, TMZ says that they were at least a hundred feet away from Diana's car. Yeah, which is why, which is why the, these motorbikes got closer. That's what I'm saying. Right, and we're to believe that the gentleman in the upper right hand corner, Henri Paul, who was a the long time driver. Here yeah. he is, a better a better look at him. That he yeah. was a long time driver for the royal family. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way Omri Paul would have been drunk. Not not not, not a chance. Not not a hope in hell. No way. Yeah. Uh, again, a scapegoat. Yeah. 100%. All right, let's talk about this. I don't know anything about this, Robert, because it did not make news here. Alan, do you know anything about this? Uh, from my understanding, he only made about $31,000 or, excuse me, 31,000 pounds, something along those lines okay, so for, Robert, his, uh, for his career. Where so did he get a half a million dollars from? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about that. I've never seen that before. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, what we're looking at, okay. Um, what we're looking at here is uh, a driver on repose, mystery $495,000. The inference here, and I read the article, was that Henri Paul was essentially paid. He didn't re receive any of the, obviously he didn't receive any of this money, but that his next of kin were guaranteed this money. Should anything happen to him, he was on, uh, to use their words, on a mission of some sorts. I, I find it all very suspect. I don't know how much credibility to put in it, but it certainly has the attention of the British government, or at least the MI6 anyway, because they're investigating this claim here. Um, again, the inference being that there was a, a boatload of money left for Henri Paul and and or his family. This yeah. would be one of the last pictures of Diana that we see because later that night her car might would crash. Well, we know that it did crash. Oh, let me talk to you guys about something here. Robert, there was a white Fiat Uno. Yeah. The car and the driver were never seen or heard from after that night of the crash. Some people have speculated that that car caused all this havoc and that that car was, in fact, a hit squad out to silence Dodi Fayed and to kill Diana and any illegal or... Um, uh, unroyal offspring she might have. What do you say to this? Well, again, you know, it's, it goes along the lines of um, there's a Fiat Uno there or it's motorbikes or whatever. You know, um, it, it sort of goes along with that, that sort of conspiracy, you know, whether they were lamping from a Fiat Uno or or, or motorbikes, you know. Um, right. I heard motorbikes, but I want my slaw says, aren't the drivers monitored, especially when it comes to alcohol consumption? I would have to say absolutely they well, would yeah, be monitored. Um, my, my, I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead, Alan. My, my uncle drove the presidential limo for President Ronald Reagan. And I can tell you that um, just assuming that something would be comparable for a royal or anybody who is in uh, that high echelon of society. Um, they take that very seriously, and the people who are invested with that task—they—they're not going to be people who are prone to drinking or other vices that would make them 
not able to do the job. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting, uh, and I've heard this before. I don't know how true this is, but I heard that the queen didn't like Diana and had her taken out. And Harry was terrified that uh, this might happen to Megan as well, because she doesn't like Megan either. Robert, this is your ballpark. This is all over you, this one. Right. Um, well, look, you know, there was um, the, 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 there were times that, you know, the, the Queen was angry with Diana. Mm -hmm. um, but there were times also that her and Diana had a good relationship. Um, you know, let's not forget that um, Diana was put in place to... Um, to, uh, to to be seen to be a wife of the future king of England and give heirs to the throne. That's what she was. That's what she was put there for. You know, the marriage was arranged. Yeah. Um, everybody knew about Charles's infidelity. Um. So yeah, you know, um, probably the, the the queen was angry with 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 with, with a few things. Um, and yeah, you know, I've heard conspiracies that it was the queen that did it and she ordered it and all this sort of stuff. Mm. But um, you know, um. Who, who knows at the end of the day? Um, I don't know. But, um... well, I have a couple of interesting pictures here. Both yeah. of these pictures that we're looking at took place the same night in the same hotel. Yeah. We're looking at Dodi Al-Fayed and Diana. Yeah. Uh, in both photos, they're wearing different clothing. Yeah, that's because Dodi took his jacket off and, and put it put it on Diana as they were going out. Oh, okay. Got you covered. That, so, 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 that, so, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, so Dodie's took his jacket off. Yeah, yeah because put, the jacket does look big on her. Yeah, and he's put it on Diana. So what he's trying to do is, um, is cover up on the way out. We also see in the bottom photograph, driver on Paul. Yeah. Here he is uh, again. Um... People, when they drink Robert and Alan, they have a certain look on their face. They get this almost this glazy look like they're staring like the deer in the headlight. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Henri Paul and I'm looking at his the, the bodyguard in the front seat with him. That man looks as sober as I am right now. Yeah, the body, the body, the bodyguard's getting, getting light flashed in his eyes. That's what's happening. And uh, if you look at uh, on Paul's face, he's probably he's probably getting light flashing his face there. That's what. The yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, Robert, that's exactly what I'm feeling here. Yeah, that's exactly. He doesn't look drunk. He looks like he looks pissed off. Yeah, be yeah. honest yeah. about it. There's no way on God's earth, Henry Paul would have been would have been drunk before he got in that car. Not a chance. The, yeah, Diana and Dodie would have would have noticed, and so would a bodyguard. That there's no way that he would have got in that car drunk. Not a chance. Yeah. No. One. No. We're looking at a couple of pictures here. Again, taken on the same day. Clearly, the uh, the photo of Diana wearing the white uh, vest. Uh, she's surrounded by paparazzi. You can see people in the background with cameras. The one that's circled in the red looks like she's getting into the limo that would be her final ride. Well, yeah, because um, she's been. You've got Dodie's jacket on. Yeah, she and, sure and, does. And they've they've uh, they've they're coming out of the back of the hotel there. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, that would have been that would have been one of the final photographs. Yeah. This is um. This is uh, uh, Diana's mother. Um, I believe her name was Spencer or something. Um, yeah, Spencer. Yeah. And that's the car being flatbedded away. Mm. It's remarkable to think that somebody actually survived that. Remarkable. Um, it's a, a pretty amazing stuff. It really, really is. Uh, Robert and Alan, you've seen some of this stuff before. Let me go to you, Alan, first. Um, that slideshow is probably one of the longest ones we've had on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? Uh, do, do, do the pictures truly tell the story, or is the story being narrated by those who have an agenda? It's a good question. 
Um, and I can see both sides. I, yeah. I do feel like there's enough there there to justify um, conspiracy, or if not conspiracy, just skepticism, general doubt of the narrative. Um, you know, for instance, they we know that there were two Mercedes. We know that one was a decoy to distract the paparazzi, and one that she she gets into um, in the back. We know that Dodie's father had said, don't go, and Dodie had agreed, according to his father, that they weren't going to leave that night, and yet they do leave. Um, and we've pretty much delineated a lot of motive by the royal family why they would want Diana not yeah. in the picture anymore, because she did, she was a dynamo. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think we're here talking and we're kind of, we're not, we're not quite sure what the conclusion is for precisely yeah. that reason. It's just covered up enough to be, I think, I don't know, justifiably con concluded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. So Robert, I can see both my, sides my friend, is my point. Robert, my friend, Jimmy says, Megan and Diana couldn't be more opposite. What do you know of Megan? Um, true, true statement. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that statement's necessarily true. Okay. Um, you know, because, um, Diana did, um, did, did like the limelight and, um, and, and being in front of the camera as, as does Megan. Um, okay. you know, look, you know, people have got, people have got, you know, Diana was, was highly defensive of, um, of, of Harry and William and Megan's highly defensive of her family. Right. Um, um, Diana went on television and did an interview with Martin Bashir um, and said there's three of us in the relationship. Megan right. went on, went on camera and basically accused the uh, the royal family of subliminal racism. Um, so you know, there's there's a lot of similarities between between both. Really, look, you know, Diana wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, mm -hmm. but she was the victim in in all of this, and and she she was. You know, um, in in the end, she had to she had to fight for her own her own mental well being, and that's what she did. You know, and and she yeah. you know, she tried to live a life. Um, you know, but you know, Diana was a victim in this. She was she was the one that was uh, that was that, that was made a, made the scapegoat in the marriage. You know, to, to be the mother of the heir of the, the heir of the throne, um, and I'm, I'm married to. Charles, who she knew didn't didn't he didn't love her, you know. I mean, uh, you know, Charles said he did love her at, at one Robert, point. Jimmy Thunder wants to know: Have you ever met either of them? Um, I've been, um, I've been, I've not met them, but I've uh, I've, I've been about fifteen or twenty meters away from them. The uh, um, where I live, they um, Charles and Diana came to came to my hometown, and the um, there's a statue called the Mad Hatter's Tea Party in uh, in my hometown. And, um, and and a, and a shopping centre, and Diana and Charles came to open the shopping centre. So I've, um, I've seen them both together in real life, yeah. But I've not, I've, I've not, I've not met them personally. No. How did she get with Harry? She was an um, interesting comment here. Megan, um, she Megan was an actress. A um, not yeah. even a B-list actress. She was a D-list actress. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, she she met Harry through uh, through through uh, friends and acquaintances, and he got introduced okay, gotcha. that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alan, you gotta. Uh, I mean, talk about the academic mind. You could go anywhere you want with this. Um, what do you say? And we're talking twenty five years later about a <laughs> woman who uh, who captivated the world and left too soon and. Uh, what is the, the psychological imprint that left by uh, Diana, Princess of Wales? Why are we still talking about this lady all these years? I think she was the um, death of an era and the birth of another era. I think that she she comes in the 90s, uh, 80s, really, but 90s especially. Um, and you know we have cable news. We have 24-hour discussions the internet was in its infancy uh, she was a celebrity in her own right yeah and um i just feel like she was part of a moment where um 
you know, people have more access to the royal family than they ever had before. They have more access to anybody yeah. in power than they had ever. You know, that's a before. very that's a very very good point, Alan. I'm going to piggyback that right to Robert Whitaker Johnson. Robert, the uh, Alan brought up something crucial, crucial. The world is getting smaller, and we have access now that we never had before. Is the monarchy feeling the pinch? I will tell you, before you answer that, I will tell you that I don't believe in another 20 years the monarchy will be even recognizable as a monarchy. In fact, I think there are people in your country calling for the abolishment of the monarchy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there are. I mean, I mean, look, you know, um, we the, the the monarchy is paid through all of our taxes, so a portion of our our wages really goes to go, goes to paying paying for the monarchy. Um, Why they don't do anything? What what do well, they do? Well, I think um, I think I think William's William's trying to become more current. Um, I think I think Charles was trying to become current as well. You know, with you know um, environmental issues and you you know that kind of thing. Um, and certainly, you know, if you look at the Jubilee celebrations and the speech that William made, you know, talking about the environment, talking about um, William spoken about depopulation, yeah. uh, he's pretty much spoken about globalism. And also, you know, when you look at you, you when you look at the Jubilee celebrations and and um, some of the things that were right. Let's get one thing straight. I'm 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 not a homophobe or anything like that, right? But you know the during the Jubilee celebrations and, you know, there, there was carnivals and there were, you know, um, you know, tra trans people and, and all that kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, 30, 30 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, that would have been completely un un unacceptable. And, you know, um, to, to the morals of the monarchy as well, really, you know, because the, 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 yeah. the queen is the head of the Christian church. And what I'm trying to say is, is that the, 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 the monarchy is trying to become more current um, by showing that, that, that they now accept all of this, you know what I mean, and the, yeah. you know they accept an interracial relationship within the royal family, and mm -hmm. you know, and, and 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 this kind of thing. So when you say that, you know, um, do you think that we, we won't see the monarchy in twenty or thirty years' time? I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, I, I just think that the monarchy is moving, moving with the times. Um, but uh, you know, I certainly think there's some sort of well, or, Robert. Or, I, yeah. I will say this, and I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I will say this, though. If the monarchy is to survive yeah. for future generations of, of uh, British citizens, yeah. it it has no choice. It must. It absolutely it must evolve. evolve. It has yeah, to. Of course it does, yeah. If, if it does not evolve past what it currently is, it's doomed. Yeah, I just think uh, I, I just think you see, you see, you see the monarchy. Um, the queen isn't allowed to get involved politically, so you know um, the mm -hmm. queen's the head of state, and all yeah, the we have a president like that, <laughs> right? And all of the politicians make all of the all of the decisions. But what right. I can see, what so, I can see through William and through Charles, yeah, is they're starting to get involved with political decisions and global decisions and that kind of thing, and 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 become. You know, um, global faces for 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 agenda, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. And for and and, and, and for and for evolution. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, I think I think uh, yeah, the, the the monarchy never ever got got involved politically. Um, but but I think you know, um, looking at it, um, that's that that's changing. So um, yeah. so I, I, think, I think I think that's how the monarchy is going to survive personally. And that's a great yeah. point because I think that with the uh, not to beat a dead horse, but with COVID, I think yeah. Bill Gates's uh, non-government organization and other NGOs over the past couple of years have revealed themselves to be more influential and powerful than even governments, our very own government. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah. So, so in a way, it's a backdoor way of manipulating world events um, by not being necessarily involved with government per se but certainly certainly moving their their influence yeah 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 they're, they're definitely becoming influential more influential i want my slaw says i actually did meet megan years ago and she did an interview on a local talk show i was a production assistant on 
She was courteous, not overly nice, but not rude. He also goes on to say, I've heard people compare the monarchy to the Kardashians. Interesting comparison. Very rich and famous and beloved, but nobody knows why. That's it's an interesting point they make. Mm. Yeah, they're fa- they're famous for being famous. Why? I'll, I'll give you an, another perfect example. Paris Hilton. She doesn't act. She doesn't sing. She doesn't dance. She's not. She's famous for being famous. I won't because she's got money. I'm just so, going to for a second. There won't be a minute. Sure. So the 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 analogy of rich and famous isn't just a saying that go together, apparently, Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, I think we would all rather be rich and not famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Show me somebody who's rich and not famous. Yeah. Show me someone who's... But I will show you several people that are famous and not rich. Yep, yep, for sure. But you can't say that about a lot of people. Amelia, you've been very, very quiet this show. Why is your microphone muted? Oh, I have it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, there you go. Why? You haven't said a word. The whole, no, well, I said. Go ahead. I think Hold it's. Just, I, I think it's a, a good comparison because like you said the Kardashians. I hardly ever interrupt anybody. By the way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. I know you better than that. No, but it's a true analogy. I mean, the Kardashians, yeah, they are rich and famous, but now they're coming out with a lot of different things. And I think that I now nowadays, I think if Princess Di was still alive, I think she would have a lot of good advice for her children now that they're adults and raising their own families. And now that the world has been changing so well, much. Well, one would hope so. I mean, you know. With the everything going on, I just, I just <clears throat> wonder what advice I think anybody, you know, want to give their advice. What, what advice do you think she would give okay, the children? Well, uh, I want to ask you, Amelia, to put your uh, to put your your hat on here. You're the mom, mm-hmm. okay? So let me ask you: if you are if you are giving advice to Harry, what do you tell him? I would just say, you know, to be his true self, and of course, if that's what he believes that he wants to do, to follow his heart, and of course, that you know, I understand that. The family is family, but if he wants to, you know, his wife is, you know, he's married to his wife now. And of course he has his own family to raise. And I understand that if he needs to go to another town, another country to do that, to stay away from all the negativity, to go ahead and do that. And I understand. And I bless him for that. Good advice. Robert, a question for you. Yeah. There's a question for you. My question is for Robert. Does the monarchy accept interracial relationships? Question mark. I heard Harry left because of racism and the Queen saying her great grandchildren were too dark. Well, we uh, heard that, by the way, here in this country. Yes, we did. Well, we heard that here. Yeah, well, there's, 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 there's a lot of um, discussion on who actually said that, um, and, and the um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought it came from the Queen. Um, well, just so you know, it's being attributed to the Queen or or at, at Buckingham Palace. Let's put it that yes. way. No, I don't. I, I don't think for one minute the Queen would have would have would have said something like that. Well, if somebody in the White House, if Joe Biden says, you know, I don't like gay people, he's going to offend about forty percent of my country, and he's going to piss off Alan Taylor. Because Alan is a friend of mine and he's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, if someone in the White House says something, mm-hmm. it is assumed that the White House represents the president. Mm-hmm. If someone from Buckingham Palace said something mm-hmm. and not attribute that commentary to the Queen, well, then perhaps the Queen needs to get a, a lid on yeah. Who's you know speaking on her behalf? Well, um, anyway, um, sorry, Alan. Um, my, my cousin's gay. I've um, I've, uh, I've grown, grown up with a gay family, and I love them very much. So I just wanted to get that um, get that across to you. The reason that I was um, I was I was mentioning mentioning it was that I was just making a um, a differentiation, you know, a, a differentiation of, of how the monarchy used to be and what the monarchy is now. Does, does that make any sense? So that's all I was trying to do. So. Um, 
Um, no, um, I mean there was there, there's a lot of um, a lot of things were said that it was actually Charles that said this. Yeah, and that's why Harry's fallen out with his father. Um, so you know, um, again, it's, it's Chinese whispers, isn't it? You know, um, you know, uh, one paper will say one thing, another paper will say another. One, one yeah. paper's got got a source from one one uh, from one source, and another paper's got a, a source from another. Um, and I think the truth is somewhere in the middle, normally. Um, right. You know, but um, the comment though, oh, here says, "I heard that the monarchy is still very strict." And that they don't want a drop of non-white blood in the royal bloodline. Uh, I've heard that. Uh, I have read that. Mm. So, Robert, uh, is that true? Is that a true and accurate assessment and statement? Um, um, I don't honestly see how it can be because the, the royal bloodline is uh, is, is uh, mostly German, isn't it? You know, they're not. It's not even a British royal bloodline. Um, if you if you uh, if you, if, you, if you know anything about the walls and conspiracy, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, look, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some traditionalists within the within the royal family that right. don't agree with this and don't agree with that, and something was said somewhere. Um, it's a slippery it's slope, all, though, isn't it, Robert? It really is. It really is a slippery slope. It is, but you know, I mean, I mean, don't forget, you know, um, the Queen's been head of state for a long time, and everything that that the Queen said is carefully thought, carefully orchestrated, and I don't think for one minute that that type of thing would have left the that would have left the Queen's lips. To be honest, I, I think it would have been too dangerous for. Uh, you I mentioned mean, something, Robert. You mentioned something very important a moment ago. Mm. The Queen has been monarch for a very long time. Mm. Um. There have been suggestions, you know this to be true in your country, because uh, I've read them, uh, that some people are suggesting a term limitation on being queen. We know it's a lifetime commitment. We know this by because of history. We might as well get rid of Biden then, might is, you? Is, is, <laughs> is, is a person too old to, to be queen? I, I will... I will confess to you well, that I believe we have a president right now who is way too old to be president. Right. He so, doesn't so have if, a brain left in his fucking head. I love you, Joe. So <laughs> if, any, if any of you guys have watched the Jubilee celebrations recently, there was um there was a, there was a sketch involving Paddington Bear. Um, yeah. now, now there's a lot of conspiracy to say that, you know. And the Queen and Prince Charles and all these are swapped out with doppel doppelgangers right. and, and 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 this that and the other. And actually, it's not it, it, it's not the Queen; it's an actor and all this all this sort of palaver. Um, you know, um, because obviously the Queen's been been missing from, you know, um, um, from um, you know a few a few functions recently, and that she she would normally attend it. You know, I too in the colour and that kind of thing. And um, but you know, if if if, if if that's the queen on the um, on, on that sketch with Paddington Bear, she she looks as bright and as lucid and as intelligent as she ever was, you know. And the humour was certainly there, um, you know. Just because, don't forget, you know, the the, the, the royal family, you know, they've been they've been brought up, they, they've been they've grown with the, the best best physicians, yeah. they've they've been they've been given the the healthiest food. The healthiest nutrients and all this sort of stuff. There's no, there's no reason to say, you know, that the Queen's brain isn't, isn't um, um, as 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 clear and concise as it used to be. You know, I, I mean, I, I've known a lot of elderly people into the hundreds. You know, and they can, you know, they're, they're as bright as a button. You know, yeah. uh, just because you're president. Um, <laughs> Because your president can't string a sentence together doesn't mean that the Our queen. president <laughs> fucking drooling idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Jimmy Thunder says, believe it or not, the queen's not racist. Her best friend is his highness, Sheikh Mohammed Al Maktoum. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the queen's racist for, 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 for one second. You know, look, you know, we uh, we all know Biden's been put there so Kamal Harris can get into... Uh, yeah. I want my says the, the queen right. seems very sharp for being 120 years old. She seems... She, she's got what, like... Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that. I actually... There's a point of contention here. Yeah. Someone said 
and I, I remember where I read it too. It's the National Enquirer, so it has to be true. Somebody <laughs> said that the Queen is is ninety four years old, not ninety uh, ninety six or I think they said yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was, she's, uh, she's 96 or 97? Yeah, 96. What's the real age? Is she 94 or she 96? Because if she's 94, she looks like shit. But if she's 96, <laughs> she looks pretty good. <laughs> she looks, she looks pretty saying. good, you know. <laughs> she saying. looks pretty good. But, you know, there's, there's all these conspiracies that they're all Sorry about this, guys. We can go down a really deep rabbit hole there. It's all conspiracies that they're all drinking oh, blood. Oh, why not, Robert? We're already there. <laughs> they're all drinking blood and they're all, you know, they're, they're all, you know, oh, in ritual sacrifices and all this sort of palaver, you know, who knows? But, you know. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? There were rumors that the late Prince Philip was a member of the Panda Club. Right. If you guys don't know what the Panda Club is, I'm not going to say it on the air. Mm. Go online and Google the Panda Club. Mm. <laughs> I want that in my search if history. If I see the Panda Club <laughs> trending, I'll know where it came from. Yeah, well, well they're, they're, all, they're all members of the Order of the Garter, aren't they? You know, and, uh, you know, we, we all know about the Order of the Garter. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been one hell of a show. Man, we went an hour and ten minutes tonight. Holy shit. Um, I want to thank everybody who joined us in the chat room. Especially thank you to I Want My Slaw. Thank you to Jimmy Thunder. Uh, thank you to a couple of nameless people in there who came in at my request. Thank you so kindly. Um, joining us on the show tonight, thank you, Alan Taylor. Tell everybody where they can reach you, how they can get a hold of Alan Taylor. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Robert would have and I know you can reach Robert on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah, of course you can. If you want to link up with your Facebook, Alan, that'd be cool. You know, and, beautiful. And yourself, Amelia Pitbull, what's coming up this week? I'll have a well, Thursday, yes, Thursday, July seventh, we have a gentleman by the name of Phil Solis. He is a Dean Martin impersonator, and I will mention it again on July tenth. We have Angelo's birthday. My Yay. host. The mostest. Celebrating <laughs> that I'm going to be an old fart. <laughs> no, you're not an old fart. <laughs> and for me, I am the mad dog. Um, we got some exciting stuff coming up. I'm not going yes, to we do. just yet. No. Amelia has an idea of what I'm going to do. Yes. But we are going to revamp a few things. Uh, yes. I think you're going to like it. Very, we're Absolutely. going to get even more controversial, uh -huh. more cutting edge. I might even drop an F-bomb or two. <laughs> not you, surely not. Not me, I know, right? No. And not Angelo, no, never. Right? You know what, Amelia? Angelo, this half an hour has become like an hour and an hour and twelve minutes, man. I'm gonna go and get I owe you. I, I, I owe you. I'll buy you a cup of coffee, I swear. <laughs> it was a pleasure to meet you. The pleasure to meet nice you guys. On behalf of Amelia Pitbull Chapman, on behalf. On behalf of Alan Taylor, <laughs> on behalf of Robert, holy shit, I was getting ready to say goodbye. Angelo. I'm Mad Dog Scipio. Take care, Ray. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>